welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org. There we go. Great. Anyway, let's welcome Matthew. Matthew's going to come and speak. His debut appearance on a Sunday morning. So let's just pray for him, shall we? God, we thank you, Matthew. Thank you, who you've made him to be. And we pray now as he comes to speak to us that you'll uh, just help him, enable him by the Holy Spirit, anoint him, and speak to us through him, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning. So, some of you may remember during the summer holidays, I came and spoke uh, just five minutes. um, And at the start of that, I gave a promo for the prayer meeting. Now, here's another one. So, this morning I was in the prayer meeting and we were just praying. And then Jill brought a prayer. And and the message of the prayer was all about true worship. And that's exactly what I'm going to be talking about this morning. So, today I want to remind you of some great truths, and I think we'll also overcome some barriers along the way. So, the song I want to be focusing on is Born to Love. If we could have the first verse up on the screen, please. So, the first line is, here I am. So, we're starting off with me wanting you to think about who you are. Now, Hannah spoke about this, and she told us that we are who God says we are. And God gives us prophetic words. So, I have an example here. When I got baptized in 2016, I was given this board as a present. And on it, it has multiple prophetic words that my youth leaders had said about me. I also had a t-shirt. And at New Day, I was given a prophetic word. And then I took a white t-shirt and then painted it. And and it was just to remind me of the prophetic word. And then last week at Staycation, um, Andy Davies gave me a prophetic word. And now I'm currently working on something, and I'm going to put it as my screensaver on my phone. So there's three different things that you can do with your prophetic words. And then... You can be reminded of them, and it can help and influence your life. So, here I am, all of me, all my wins, all my flaws. All your flaws. Oh dear. Are we not worthy? Yes, you are. God accepts you, and you can come with all your flaws and all your wins. It doesn't matter. Lord, I'm laying it all at your feet. When we come to worship him, we declare it right at the beginning. The great thing about our loving God is that when we come to worship him, we don't have to prepare. There's no rituals or anything. We can just come straight in as we are. He loves us regardless of what we do. We are forgiven because he is amazing. Here you are, all of you. All your love, all your grace, and your calling again. Come to me. So, our God so amazing is calling to us. He wants us to go to him. Our amazing God is omnipresent. 
even in our darkest times, he's right there with us. Sometimes we forget that, especially in the dark times. Let me be real with you for a moment. Earlier on this year, I went through some pretty dark times, and I did stuff that, stuff that I'm not proud of. And in those times, I just completely forgot about God. And it, it wasn't good. And I got through it. I, got, I came out the other side. But the things I did stayed with me, and they were haunting me. And then the intervention I, intervention I needed came. New day. Now, I changed at New Day, and I truly believe that. And, but how did I get through that? Well, it's a massive list of people who could help, and I could go through each and every one of them. But it doesn't matter who they are. It's more about what they did. They helped me, and they supported me through the hard times. And they showed God's love and support, regardless of the bad things that I'd done. I definitely couldn't have done it without God, though. He has a plan for us all, even through the darkest of our times. We have failed time and time again. But he still wants us. He calls us near. He knows each and every one of you by name. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And then the song continues. So I'll step a little closer to the fire. Now, fire. We see fire many times in the Bible and in many forms as well. So I just want to give you one example of that. So if you've got your Bibles with you, if you turn to 2 Thessalonians, verse 1, um, chapter 1, verses 6 to 7. I'm using the NIV translation. God is just. He will pay back trouble to those who trouble you and give relief to you who are troubled and to us as well. This will happen when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven in blazing fire with his powerful angels. I mean, I don't know what you think about angels, but... The way that they're presenting to us, I do not think is accurate. You always get the little receptions come on at nativity plays. You, you know what I mean. But that's not what it's like. If you listen, blazing fire. That's going to be pretty scary. But every time fire comes in the Bible, so does great change. There are examples of each of the Trinity as fire, and there is clear significance that we have a God, and he is king of the fire. Every time there was a fire, the people were afraid. But God said, do not be afraid, because I am. He is the one that was and is and is to come. Maybe today you could step towards a God who is more powerful than the fire, more powerful than the things that you're going through, than the situations. So I'll step a little closer to the fire, and I'll lean a little further into love. Wow, love. I don't think we can understand ever how much God loves us. And 
I just got a little fact for you. It depends on the translation, but in the NIV translation of the Bible, the word love is mentioned 551 times. That's a lot. And that's before we add in any other words that mean love, like compassion, devotion, yearning. I'm not going to read a verse about love because it doesn't, you can never really reflect how much God loves you. So there will be a chance later, later for people who want their hearts to be filled again with God's love. As I'm sure many people in here will need, if not lots. But we are all loved. Gone to the chorus, says, Lord, have my heart. Lord, have it all. So difficult to give it all to the Lord. It's incredibly hard to let go of all situations. You may feel guilty, but what you need to do is try and get out of that habit and just fall face down in front of the Lord. Surrender to him. Full surrender. In Romans 12, verses 1 and 2, it says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I think some of us can get into this habit. We come to church on a Sunday morning and then we sing some songs. But the songs are written for a reason. And if you listen and you connect with God while you're singing these songs, you will find that actually there is a lot of meaning behind them. And you can get a lot of support from them and a lot of comfort. So I just urge you to think about your worship. Think about what are you really doing? Are you singing some songs? Or are you connecting with your Father in heaven? I was born to love you, God. I was made for you. You were born for him and through him. He made you and made you for him. So, shouldn't we fulfill that? All that you are undoes my soul. So I'm holding nothing back. It's all yours. He owns everything as he is the creator. But sometimes it's hard to completely let go and not hold back. Because you may think, oh, people might be looking at me, might look a bit weird. Trust me, no one likes looking weird. But can we be radical disciples? Yes, of course we can. But it's difficult in the world right now. It seems like everything is against you. But there's something for you that is greater than the fear, the anxiety, and the enemy. I'm here. To love you, Lord.
People talk all the time about your purpose in the world. I even alluded to it earlier. But sometimes it doesn't have to be difficult. Just honor, praise, and love the Lord our God. You don't have to be out there on the world stage. Maybe it's just some time between you and God, or just a conversation with a friend. It doesn't have to be something massive. And then if we go into the bridge, it goes, this is more than just the songs I sing, more than just the faith I bring. Lord, this is me saying, I want you. Lord, this is me saying more of you. This is the crux of it all. When we worship the Lord, it's more than just singing and believing. If we yearn for him, you know, because God will never stop being proud of his children, taking steps of faith towards him. He loves it, and he would never get tired of it. But I understand if you want to invite the Holy Spirit, it can be very hard. Because sometimes it's really weird and it seems overdramatic to some people. And you, you don't know what's going on. So I, I want to tell you a story. So a couple of years ago, we went to London. And we've been at a night and we've been to see a musical. And then we'd come out of it and things were a bit hectic. Uh, so there were no taxis. So I just thought to myself... Oh, it's just a busy night in London, isn't it? You know? And then we went to try and get on the tubes, and then they were closing, and we couldn't get in the direction we needed to go to. And I was like, hmm, I suppose a lot of people do get on these tubes, and they break down all the time. Thinking nothing of it. And then we had to get off the tubes and go up an escalator. And as we were going off the escalator... This man was running up and shouting. I didn't hear what he said at the time. And I just thought, someone's had a few too many drinks. And then there was, and then we finally did find a taxi. And when we got in the taxi, the driver turned off the radio. And I just thought, oh, he probably doesn't like the music. Because if you've ever listened to the radio, sometimes they do say, play some naff songs. And then... There was, and then we couldn't get all the way to our hotel in the car because some roads had been closed off. And I just thought, road works. So then we did get home, uh, did get back to the hotel eventually. And then I went to sleep. But now what if I told you the story again and gave you a bit more context? What if I told you the exact night I was talking about was the night of the stabbings on London Bridge? All of a sudden, that gives the story so much more context. All the tubes were closing down because the way that we needed to go was towards the bridge. The man was shouting because his girlfriend had been involved in the attack. The taxi driver turned off the radio because he didn't think we wanted to hear what was going on. So when the Holy Spirit comes to you, you can half-heartedly listen 
and not take everything in? Or what if you turn on, listen, take all the information that you're given and put it together? Because then you can you explore this whole new world. And trust me, it's not going to be a negative thing. It will be amazing when you piece it all together. So the Holy Spirit comes. I invite you to listen. Now, I have a challenge for you as a church. As you know, next Sunday is the 1st of December, which means the start of Advent. So I want to present to you the Advent challenge. Now, since the start of this school year, every morning I've been listening to music uh, when I wake up, just as I wake up. And I've been listening to Christian songs, and I've really been listening, and it prepares me and sets me up for the day. And I know some people read the Bible, and some people pray. And there's lots of other things that you can do. And you've just got to find what works for you. Because when people say meeting with God in the morning, lots of times people think, ah, that's going to be a bit boring. I don't have time to do that. But maybe if you find time, find something that works for you. And then if you do that, then you'll be able to be switched on for the day. And then you can go through your day thinking about what you've done that morning. And it will bless you, trust me. So, in a minute, the band are going to come back up, and we're going to sing this song. And it doesn't matter how well you know it, because if you don't know it, then just don't sing along. If you know it, feel free to sing along. But the point is about listening to the words and connecting with God. And I hope the Holy Spirit will come. And in particular, there are four groups of people that I would like to focus on. And if any of these relate to you, then please come find me at the end, and I would love to pray for you. So I'd like to pray, pray for people that are living in the dark times and that don't see a way out back to God. Because trust me, God is there. Um, I would also like people who want to see God's love in their lives, whether that's for the first time or again, and you just need to be reminded and refreshed and refilled by his love. Does anyone here today that hasn't given their life to Jesus? I encourage you today to step towards the fire that is the Lord. And if anyone else that's been here today and has been listening to what I've been saying through this one song and feels a strong connection to worship, that isn't yet involved, I would also like you to come and find me at the end, and I'll pray for you. So if the bank could come back up, please. Even though I've singled out groups of people, doesn't mean that we can't all receive. Because as I said earlier, God has enough love for us all. So please, could you stand? And I'd just like to pray. Thank you, Lord, that you are a loving Father. Thank you that you made us in your image and that 
you are for us, not against us. Thank you, Lord, that we were born to love you. And now I just pray that the Holy Spirit will come, fill this room, touch people's lives. 